This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room. Not from the sports card expo. Here I am. Um, I'm Paul Kenny. This is a show about information. At the end of the show, I hope to be a bit smarter. I hope the listeners will be a bit smarter. We're going to be talking about um, put your items, what to do with them. Um, like if you've got, it's a call-in show. And there's stuff that you're going to look around the room and say, I wonder what that's worth. And I'm going to, you're going to say, I wonder how much money I can get for it. It might be worth a thousand, but if I only get 500, that's the difference. There's a difference between what it's worth, but you got to have someone to buy it. Willing buyer, willing seller. There's the numbers here. I'm going to give them right away. We're going to give them a couple of times. Um, 416, copy this down, get a pen and paper, make sure they both work, which is more than I can say for Bogart, who's still on assignment, actually he's working very hard. 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, and you don't want to spend the long-distance fees, which are almost nothing I'm going to talk about in this show, my continuing saga with Bell, 1-866-740-4740. Like I can say, if you've got a question about dishes, um, beer signs, sports memorabilia, I mean, anything. There's going to be stuff that your husband collected that you don't know anything about. There's going to be stuff that your wife collected and you're not going to know anything about. That's what we come in. We actually do know about the stuff. We're going to give you the gold and silver prices. We're going to be talking about our, we moved. I got to say this because I'm getting calls now. Our number at the shop is 905. Copy this number down because you're going to need a little week from now or maybe tomorrow. 905 737 4653. Um, I have another number that Bell gave me, but that's the number I remember. Again, with Bell this week, I have to get my old Bell number, Bell Bills. So I call him up once. First guy doesn't know what I'm talking about. Second person tells me it's illegal. I call up again. It's just, and I says, get someone. I says, this can't be illegal for me to find out what people, what my phone out was, what my numbers I phoned out on were. And, um, after I said, I'm not leaving the line. I can't threaten them with quitting because I've already quit them. I've gone over to Rogers. Um, and I sit there and I say, just, I want this information. And finally they say, well, we were wrong. It's not illegal. So the first guy was adamant that what I was asking for was illegal. By asking for my bell bill with the numbers that we phoned in and phoned out were. So I finally got that. So the shop number, like I say, is 905 
You can call that number during the week if you want to know something. If you're too shy to call in the phone today, online, I'm not going to bite your head off. I'm actually a nice person. I keep on telling everyone that. My wife sometimes doesn't agree, but I'm a nice person. Today we're going to be talking, I need employees. And our new, we've moved to a new, a new location at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4. Now, St. Regis Crescent is easy. It's not, it's, we're up in the York University area. We're near Finch and Keel, or Keel and Shepherd. We're in between those two streets off of Keel. If you're in that area and you need a job, or if you're in Etobicoke, or if you're in Barrie, because we have people who work at home, and we are needing employees. Now, sometimes you're only, because you're getting government assistance, you can only work 20 hours a week. Uh, 20 hours. We can work with that. If you have to work at home, we can work with that. I need, I'd like to have people who live close so they're not spending two hours to get to the job. We are very, very flexible. You want to work one day a week. You want to work five days a week, six days a week like I do. Actually, I work seven. I'm working today. Uh, seven days a week. We are looking for employees, and we're paying above minimum wage. We're uh, very, very competitive, and it's, uh, I think what we say is it's a nice atmosphere to work in. You're going to learn about antiques. You're going to learn about things you never thought had value, and it's mainly a lot of stuff to do with the computer, or you might just have a, uh, a knack for selling, but we have the stuff in the store. It's, we're open a consignment store, 8,000 square feet, but we carry everything from sets of dishes to furniture to baseball cards to movie posters. Everything in the home. And we're also trying to work with some of the charities as well. But I wanted the new employees, I'm going to probably come back to that later on about it, that we do would like if you have, you want to work. You're never too old to work. never too old to learn. If you're in the area, you might have a son who wants to work. You might have a daughter. You might have a grandson who wants to work. We do not, um, what's the word? Any age is good with us, as long as you can work. Okay. Now, last week, we also were at um, the Sports Card Expo. It was excellent. Um, all those autographs, uh, people like uh, Daryl Settler. Uh, I, mean, I don't want to go through the list because they they're gone. Bobby Hull was by there. Um, he's by our booth and everything like that. But what I want to say, somebody brought in a set of cards. And you know how I talk about it. I say you have to get a second opinion. I talk second opinion. I believe in second opinion. I believe when you get the second opinion, take the higher amount, which actually seems like good advice. You got to, but you have to know to get a second opinion before you can get the higher amount. So a person brought in a set of cards, and I know this. He came and saw me later on. He said, where were you? I said, I'm here. He said, I didn't get to you. He sold his cards for 16000 for something I just paid, a similar thing for 76000 so this is the second opinion that this gentleman should have got. Or this is the second opinion this guy should not have gotten at the show, because I think he might have been pressured into selling it. He could have just called us during the week. And that's why I gave out my number, 905-737-4653. So this is the joy of uh, doing this live from the laundry room. It's definitely live as the phone calls go off in the background here, but I'm not in the studio. But 
the second opinion, I'm telling this about people, says, because you have stuff. This gentleman kind of knew what he had, but he wanted to sell it. He wanted to sell it for cash. And it's, I mean, what else is someone going to pay him? Watermelons? So, he, I mean, he, that kind of money, $76,000, could have been deposited into his account. You get to spend it almost the same way, or if you can put it in a safety deposit box. But the bad thing was that he sold at that price because it was, he went to two people there. Well, one guy didn't have any money, and the other guy had money and no scruples. So it's just one of those things. But if you've got large collections of stuff, and I know this stuff is sitting at home, or you've got a husband's collection and don't know anything about it, and it might have more value than you think. Or, like, I had, I always tell this story, about I had one husband who was bringing his wife's stuff in. And two days later, his wife would come in with his stuff. And she bring, Eunice would bring in uh, uh, Harry's stuff. So, was, these are not their real names. Uh, so, she, Eunice brings in the stuff, and I'm saying, well, it's all, this is your husband, yeah, yeah. And she says, well, what can I get for it? And we gave the price. And then, but we only later on, when we were comparing our notes to Jeff Eager's ID, we were saying they're both of them in the same place. But she gave them, she wanted to keep her stuff because that was valuable, and he wanted to keep his stuff as valuable, but the wife's stuff, to him, had no value. This is where we come in, and we try and help people through uh, downsizing. That, that, that probably has happened on other cases, I just don't know about it. But this one, we actually found the ID. But people have stuff at home and uh, um, and collections. And I, I keep on going to that one story. This guy, um, he passed on. His kids wanted to sell a $5 million house or $3 million, whatever it was. And they had a collection of stuff that they knew was worth money. But on the other hand, they gave away a Humphrey Bogart suit, which was worth about $5,000. And they gave it to Goodwill or St. Vincent de Paul or someone like that. But they didn't get anywhere near $5,000 for it because they just didn't know. And they were in too much of a hurry. And this happens a lot of the time. So I'm going to be talking about other stuff on today. We're going to be talking about um, cheap records. We're going to be talking about our coin auction coming up next week. And we have a comic auction next weekend as well. And we're going to be talking about the price of gold and silver. We're going to be talking about Marilyn Monroe. But before we do all this, we're going to talk about Rick. Rick, how you doing? I'm doing great, Paul. How's it going? How did the show go last week? It did really well. I was in uh, over by the autographs. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Mr. Moses Zimmer came by to see me while I was doing it. So right. he was in the building. Mm-hmm. There were probably other famous people in the building as well. But with the masks on and the hats on, it's hard to, it's hard to recognize some people. And it was right. nice to meet some old friends I hadn't seen in a long time and um, just get in touch with some with the, with, with the hobby. So far, right. we've been doing everything online, and, uh, and sometimes you get a distorted view on things. Yeah, and, and, I'm lots sure of people. A, and I'm sure it's a great time for everybody, too. Just a, a chance to get out and mingle and, and just be around the stuff, you know, because I, I know that people miss it. And, uh, you know, they, they come to the right guy when they come and see you. And, you know, Paul, what I do want to talk about, just like you were touching upon there, was that second opinion and the importance of that second opinion. And we welcome the second opinion, even from, from our real estate point of view, because uh, we, we see people listing their homes with, you know, either a local agent or, you know, their grandfather's brother-in-law or something like that. But 
What's really important, Paul, is that they need to ask that agent, what are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for me to help me sell my home? What are you going to do me uh, do for me to help me get more money? And they need to answer those questions. And then they, they need to ask us the same question. And then we tell them what we do for them. And we tell them what we do to get them more money. And, like, you know, our three rules of real estate, Paul, I mean, we have many three rules, but our exposure, exposure, exposure guarantees more people are going to know that your property is uh, for sale, meaning more money. But before we even get to that, we come in, we give you a market evaluation of what we think the house is worth and what it's going to get. But then we go a few steps further and we we go to work, Paul, and get that house ready for sale. And we do everything we can to improve the value of that home by you going in there and helping them with all the stuff that we talk about. You go in there and you get that place ready for sale. You will move the people. And then this is really important, Paul, because, you know, what we, we, didn't, we didn't talk about it before, but it needs to be stressed. You got that house ready for the next buyer which is so important because you wouldn't believe the arguments that ensue because the house just isn't ready uh, for yeah. closing day. So it is crucial that they get that second opinion. And just a second thing very quickly I want to talk about is that fixer-uppers are in high demand, Paul. We have ready buyers who are prepared to pay big money for homes that need a little bit of work, some renovation. Uh, you go in, Paul, you know, you get that house ready as best you can, but, you know, we're going to get them more money nevertheless. But if they're worried that, oh, our house needs too much work, don't worry about it because those type of homes uh, are in high demand, not just from investors or renovators, but from first-time buyers who want to make the house their own. So they'll pay yeah. the money for an as-is house. So, you know, Paul, we're going to cover every angle here. And I, I like when you say what part of what we say that we do everything don't you get. We do everything to ensure a smooth transition and that would get you more money for your house. We take the stress. Well, this week, it's funny you say that. I just remembered. I had a couple. I had one story this week where um, a lady was moving out. But and I came in late in the, in the, in the process. And um, I'm a sucker when my grandmother asked me to do anything. I'm a grandfather, so it's okay. Of course. But, <laughs> and, but the nice thing about this was the whole family was helping. Mm -hmm. And it made me smile. And they were in tough times because they had to get everything done. And what was right. the case of the house being sold? She was just moving, and she had different items. They were pretty nice. Mm -hmm. But what made me smile was the whole family. And I, I say this, stuff is not, people important stuff is not. Right. And, um, and it was just nice to see. And I, actually, the last thing I did last night was they had the last load coming out of the house. And mm -hmm. I said, here, bring it over here. I'll see what I can do with it. And I'm not <laughs> trying to take in stuff right now because we're still getting our store together. Correct. But it was just, you know, I just like it when the family, people are important, stuff is not. I'm right. in the stuff business, I know that. But on the other hand, another person got one of these guys, and oh, mister, I stuck your sign, I stuck my sign in your uh, front yard, and when the house sold, I took it out, and I'm not mm -hmm. doing anything else to help you, real estate guy. And right. um, he had a problem. Mm -hmm. And I just can't, I can't afford um, the the crew of guys going over for three days, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I said, why didn't you get, if you got me in the beginning, we would have taken care of this. He's been working on it for a year. He's putting yeah. it into a storage locker and paying for, so he's been paying, I don't know, $300 a month in a storage locker. I know where I'm running. It's $300 in a storage locker. 
He still hasn't gone through this stuff. It's taking up his time. Everything we could have done in one week. And now he's just after spending $3,600 in storage. And he said during the pandemic, yeah, but a lot of stuff happened. You know, that little blip in history hurt a lot of people. It's what we do. It's what and we do. And a lot do, of people say, the penny wise and pound foolish. They're trying to save a penny here. And they end up spending dollars and dollars and dollars on stuff. And then it's time. Our time, your time, my time, it's all worth money. I mean, you know, when, sometimes I'm almost going to say, when, you're, when your grandparents, I don't want them to pass, but if they do pass, and they hand you 45 boxes, deal with it right away. Don't put it in the basement. Don't put it in storage. Don't put it in the attic. Yep. Deal with it. And if sometimes it's hard because it, maybe it was sudden. Well, that's really yeah, there's going to be sentimental uh, attachment to it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But how many houses have we gone into? And the whole basement full of stuff from the grandparents or something. which were, And they've never looked at it. It's just came in in those boxes, sitting in the box, in the basement, never moved. And in the basement, this doesn't cost you money. But if you mm-hmm. put it into storage, you've yeah. got to have your head examined. Yeah. If someone's head examined, the people who buy new, uh, new pianos have to have their head examined. With every single second house I got, it's got a piano they're giving away for free. Exactly. People going out and buying new pianos like they think it plays better when it's new. It doesn't. I hate moving them. <laughs> but head exams. I'm just saying, putting the stuff in storage for one month. You've got the discipline to put something in storage for one month and deal with it within one month. You're a better man than most 90% right. of the people out right. there. Okay. Right. And right. I know this is harsh. I know this may probably this will have to be my rant for the day. But I want no, you to and that's fine. And you know what? In some cases, it's not even their fault because they just don't know better. And well, I know. where you come in, right? Where you can explain to them something that would never have even occurred to them because how often are they selling houses or downsizing or, or going through this stuff? So they're just totally unaware. Of, they're, they're, they're overwhelmed with everything else that's going on. And that's why you come in. You're cool as a cucumber because this is what you do, and you get it done. You get it done at, at, a, at a record speed, right? And they don't have to lift a finger, Paul. Well, I don't know about anything. record speed. We're, we're, we're inundated with stuff right now. Well, well right now, because it has to be done right away. I know the difference. Yeah. Some but like people, you say, we go in there, we get it done within, like, from beginning to end, we can get it done within a week, sometimes two. Yeah. But we get it done, and they don't have to worry about it. We take the stress out of selling in their home and downsizing and all the rest of it. And you know something? We know it's tough. We yeah. can't, I, my line is, I, I, I believe in this. We take the stress out of it. We're not here to add stress. No. But we are here to kick you in the rear end to keep you on the path that you've decided on. Exactly. And you, sometimes you need, it's like um, the mechanic or whatever. We're, we're specialists. We actually know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like you move once, somebody will move once every 45 years. Right. And uh, where they've lived in a place, and they don't know what to do with the stuff. This is, we deal with it on, on an ongoing basis. We have more stuff. I don't know everything. But you know something, by golly, I do know people who do know uh, the, uh, the rest right. of what I don't know. That's right. Uh, Rick, thank you for the call. And we're going to be right back with some yeah. more calls. Now, Rick Tobacco from Royal LePage. And right. we are complete packs. There are 55,000 agents out there. Yes. There's only one of me. That's right. Now, maybe there might be another one someplace in China. I don't know about We'll have to go There's looking for one. one mean guy like a, tough, a tough line. <laughs> but I'm just saying there's a lot of agents. Everyone's got a, 
you know, a father-in-law's brother's uh, next-door yes, neighbor yes. who sells houses on the side and sells ice cream during the day. That's you right. know, you got to have it, and it's a complete package. Complete a lot package. of people don't realize selling the house is the easiest. Not no disrespect to you, Rick, but selling the house is the easiest part. It's what happens before you sell, and when you're moving out, that is the hard part. Right. And and we were seventy years old. You don't well, want to well, be doing well, here, this. Here, here's the thing: we, we we make it look easy because we're so good at it. But believe me, you run into problems sometimes, and this is where the experience comes in and keeping it smooth and running like clockwork. So, yes, that's what I was saying earlier. You know, when because we do this every day, uh, yeah, we make it look easy. We take the stress out of it because we can handle it because it's what we do. Plain and simple. Rick, we'll be Rick, Our number here is 416-360-0740-866-740-4740. If you want to downsize, you need Rick to help you or you need me to help you mainly, I want you to call. You can call here today or you can call me at my shop. But yeah. I'm going to give you the number right after we get back with these close messages from friends of the show. Have a great day. Thanks, Rick. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. Okay, live from the line of the room, and my dog's trying to get my attention. He wants to get out. You know, ever notice how the opinion of the dog of me, my dog's opinion of me, really depends whether I got food for him or not. I don't have food. <laughs> he doesn't care. But, but like I say, we've moved, and we, our store is called Consignment Heroes, and we're going to be doing another show about our radio show. So if you've got really interesting things, you might not want to sell them, but you might want to sell them. You might really want to know the history of them. 
You can give me a call. That 905-737, I'm sorry, 647-298-8989 number is my cell. You can send pictures to it. It's always on. The only reason I don't answer right away is because I'm talking to somebody else. And some people know me as being long-winded and I talk a lot. Might can get back to you right away. But and when Rick was just talking, it's just like I was saying about us not knowing. I just said there's a line. It isn't the things that we know that we don't know that cause us our troubles. It's the things that we do not know that, no, sorry, I said this wrong. It ain't the things that we don't know that cause us our troubles. It's the things that we think we know that ain't so that cause our problems. I thought it was a great line. I don't want to copy it down. Just playing out the right contact for it. But I was just talking about how much I know. But we're going to go to Ruth, and after we go to Ruth, I'm going to be back with, um, um, we're talking about other stories about downsizing and things like that. Ruth, how can I help you? Ruth? Beth? Hello. Beth, how are you doing? I'm good. How about you? Ah, working too hard for too little, but actually I enjoy every day. I really do. <laughs> Some days at the end of it, I'm enjoying it a little less. But in the beginning of the day, I really look forward to it. So, how can I help you? First of all, I have 10 uncirculated $1 bills, 1867-1967. Okay. Now, they did this in the centennial year, and I think it's one of the biggest ripoffs of the Canadian government. But, I mean, and they got a lot of stuff to be worse than. On uh, this case here, they took your hard-earned money, and in 1967, I think you're making about 80 cents an hour. Okay, so they robbed you of an hour. And they took that and they gave you that bill with you, thinking that you're going to put away the souvenir and never cash it in. Okay, so if someone, don't call me now. I'm on the show. Someone, when I say live from the laundry room, I'm actually using the phone that we give out that phone number on. So this 1869, we buy them for about a dollar seventy-five and we sell them for four dollars. People okay. still want them. They are going to be mint. They sell in our auction on an ongoing basis. But this is where the Canadian government was printing a piece of paper and just saying, here, give us your other real money. We're going to give you some fake money. But you can still cash it in for a dollar because almost every note around the world that's got the queen on it is still cashable, which is un is not the same as if you've got money from South America. They change out their money, and they say, well, those uh, pesos you had are no longer pesos. They're no longer good at the bank. You have them in your mattress. Leave them there because uh, you can't bring them to the bank. When you got the queen on a bill, and um, and even U.K. money or Australian money, it is still you can cash it in. Even Switzerland, I'm going to say it's going to smoke bills because people find them. You find a Canadian bill from 1935, it's a $100 bill. You can still get your 100 I wouldn't do that. I'd bring it into a collector shop, but at least you can get your 100 If you find a uh, Swiss mark or whatever there in Switzerland bill from 1950, it's no good. You found it. You find a million dollars worth of those bills. They're going to look at you and say, okay, that's nice. But they're not going to give you any cash for them. They discontinued the bills. This is a good thing about Canada. And this is when they had that thing, a little scare at the end of the year. They're saying, we're discontinuing the $1,000 bills. It's just you couldn't bring them to your Loblaws and cash them in. 
you can still bring them to the banking cashier. You can still get your thousand dollars deposited in your account. And I want to make sure that people know this. There'll be some unscrupulous people out there who'll say, if you go and they bring you in your safety deposit box and you have a thousand or two thousand dollars of the money in it, they'll say this money's no good. Here we'll give you fifty cents on the dollar for it. No, it's really good at the bank, but you should bring it into a coin shop like us because it might be collectible. And instead of getting a hundred dollars for your hundred dollar bill, you might get one twenty, one fifty, two thousand. A five hundred dollar bill is worth about fifty thousand dollars. I keep on telling the story of a person. I had a comic dealer who bought a suit. And in the breast suit pocket was 35 $1937 $100 bills. I bought them often. Some of them were dead mint, and I got up to $500 per $100 bill. But it was someone he bought at a yard sale. Someone didn't check the pocket. And that happens a lot. People do hide money in their clothes. When we go through houses, we go through all the books. We go through the house, we go through the clothes, we go through the, the drapes. Sometimes we have money um, using gold coins to weight down the drapes. These are things that we know and we go and we do for people, and they're surprised when we find them. And this is where being professional, and like say, because sometimes we forget, your, your parents might have hid it away in 1970. You've been in the house with the same drapes since then, and you're, they pass, and, or they have it in the mattress, and you throw out the mattress. And the mattress is full of money. And that money is still good in Canada. I want to emphasize that to everybody. Do you have another question? Sorry, I went on a, Hello. a tangent there. Hello. Hello, yes. Oh, I still have other things. I okay, have a dollar bill with a star in front of it. it okay, that's me. called an asterisk? Yeah. And what that is, say they're, they're printing the money. They come out in sheets with about 40 bills on them. And one bill is not perfect. It's got a dot on it or a fold on it or something like that. Oh, yeah. I can, see where, where I can see the problem here. Yeah. The bottom no, 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 part. no, no. The asterisk note is okay. Well, what it does is they print those up separately as replacement bills. So the guy who's doing quality control, if you can believe guy in the government doing quality control, um, sometimes I guess it does happen. But he'll pull out something and say it's got a, an ink blot on it or something like that. So he'll pull that bill out when our money was actually worth something, and they kept control. They'd keep track of the bills they destroyed, and they'd put an asterisk note in there. People collect. These are called replacement notes. Oh, I see. People, yeah. And okay. people have them. Hey, we sold one, I think, for thirty-five or $3,700 mm-hmm. for $1 replacement note because sometimes they don't make too many of them because the government, I guess, is thinking that we're not going to make a lot of mistakes. Let's not make a lot of bills. No, because that could be one explanation. I don't think that's true, though. So on this case here, your asterisk notes are usually worth between 10 and $500, 500 times what the, a normal note is worth. Okay? okay? Condition means everything. Don't fold it. You can bring it in. We have a book there. We have the books and in our store. We're a little bit different than other stores. We'll let you look at the book. We'll weigh the stuff. If you bring gold and silver in, we'll weigh it in front of you. Yeah. If you have a book like it, you're welcome to look at the books. We're not secrets. You know? That's we'll say, okay. here's what we think yeah. it's worth. Here's what it is in the book. Yeah. And if you want to sell it to you, you can. If you don't want to. But yeah. at least now, after you've seen that, there's no sense you going out and buying this $100 book, a $50 book, if we have it there and you can read it. Yeah. You know? 
I have old. Uh, Go ahead. I have a Bank of Commerce note. It's in pretty oh. good shape. It's a twenty dollar bill. It's a big one. Yep. Bank They're of the Commerce. Twenty three or twenty four. They can. We have to check those. They generally the commerce was um, the forerunners of CIBC. That's right. Before yeah. that, the other bank, uh, Standard. No, it's the Standard. It'll come back to me. I think it was Standard Bank. But this, we have a note from the Standard Bank that preceded that. It's worth about five thousand. Um, those bills will be worth between, depending on condition, between one eighty and five hundred dollars. And Mine? some might be more. My Pardon? bank of commerce note. Yeah, I have to see. It depends on the condition. And it can't be like you say, oh, this is pretty good for its age. It's got to be pretty good no matter how old it was, okay? Yeah, yeah. it's, 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 uh, I'd say it's about a seven. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, but bring in, we have a large, we're going to have, we were just talking to a gentleman the other day, we're going to have a huge, we have a coin sale on right now, just a small collection for a couple of, uh, finishing off a couple of states. I think in December we're going to have a huge gold and high-quality bill note because we just got a bill collection in as well. And something like this, you let the market determine what it's going to go for, you know. Yeah. And you can bring it in, take a look, we'll show you what it is in the book, and then you can go from there. Yeah. Or you're from Burlington? Yeah. Okay. Or we can come out and see it if we're out in the area. I'm going to be in Hamilton. Um, three times in the next 10 days, I believe. I'm actually going to go and try and get up to Mount Hope, and I have to go down to um, Crystal Beach in the next couple of days. I think it's Crystal Beach. Yeah, it's near there. And I'm going to be down in the peninsula um, over the next week at least a couple of times, over the next two weeks, three times, okay? Mm-hmm. So you can hang on. You can talk to my producer, or you can call my um, cell during the week, which is a 647 Two nine eight eight nine eight nine, and I can drop by and see you, or you can come up and see us. Good. We're open nine to five, or actually it's six, but sometimes we get out early. We're up to nine to five for any gold, silver, coins, cards, or comic business. Anything you can put in an envelope right now. We're not really wanting, unless it's desperate straits like last night with this one family I was dealing with. We don't want really furniture at this very second. We will in about a week. And we're also going to be like we sold three sets of China yesterday. People came in and three Royal Albert sets. We're, and we do buy all these pickers that tell you or these door knockers go up to your house. Do you have anything valuable? Let me buy it for 10 cents on the dollar. Don't deal with them. You know, we actually you. cut off a dealer. There was a dealer right now. And I just, he's bragging to me. He says, I gave him $5,500 for a Sterling cup set. He said, Oh, I only, I gave the lady uh, $500. Well, that's the last deal he's ever done with me. <laughs> I no, I, I don't I don't condone that. I mean, another dealer said he bought uh, three thousand dollars worth of coins for three hundred dollars. So go somewhere else. I says I just don't think this is right. I'm not going to enable you to do this. No, good. Well, I'll, you know what? I'll give you a call when, because I am in Burlington, and maybe you can yeah. drop by because I have a lot of other coins. Okay. In that you know. Okay. I'll yeah, no, no. Thank Have you. a good day. Be safe, okay? You too. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for the call. So our numbers here are 416-360-0740 or 866-740-4740. If you have any calls about anything, I mean, it just might be your opinion. You might say, Paul, you're crazy. 
I mean, that's going to be a short conversation, but I don't care. When, you know, you can call me up and give your opinion. So right now I want to talk about the cheese boutique. You know I talk about them every week. And they're one of my favorite places because they're a family-run organization. They have knowledgeable staff. I mean, I'm trying to hire staff. I don't even care if they're knowledgeable. We'll train them. But their staff is knowledgeable. Ephraim and Agam, they go, they've done a TV show just about cheese. But you go in there, if you don't know what you want, they can help you. They're not like a big box store. They're not like one of these stores. You ask them what about cheese, they'll point in the right thing. There's a the cheese rack. Go, you know, fill your boots. So this is where, this is the cheese boutique is at 45 Ripley. I want you to write that down. It is a little bit hard to get to, but if you're buying a bunch, they'll do delivery. Hopefully, and I would if, don't ask for delivery on December 24th or December 25th. But if you want to get something, ask for, uh, you can phone them down. I'm going to give you the number. You can look them up online. Just go Cheese Boutique on Ripley Avenue. And this is I, this is the best advice about cheese, and we'll give you that. That's very qualified. Uh, 45 Ripley Avenue, the phone number, 416 762 and they've got everything. Like, suppose, suppose that you uh, um, you had a recipe, and it needed it was for yaktail soup, okay? And there's only one cheese in the world that goes with yaktail soup. They would probably have it. I'm going to get a call from after tomorrow saying, "What the heck is the yaktail soup?" That there might not be a yaktail soup recipe. I'm just saying that they have everything there, or. If they don't have it, they don't have that one, they'll know something that's similar. So they make up um, gift baskets. And if you really want, you know, you, we all have these guys on our Christmas list. The guy who's got everything. Or the woman's got everything. And you want to say, yeah, I thought about you. And going down there would be the perfect, you can get some of the perfect gifts. And I mean, because I, I love my cheeses too. Everyone loves a good cheese. And and they have also vinegar, they have balsamic vinegar up to $2,100. I would, don't know if I'd have that, ask anyone to put that on my salad, but they do have it, and some people can afford this. But they have it, and they have mustards, and they have cheeses, of course, because it's cheese boutique, it's not the mustard boutique. But they have 100 different kinds of mustard. They have, everything I've gotten there has been first rate. I mean, I'm not ashamed to give it out as a present. I know I'm not going to get any complaints. Cheese Boutique, and they're 45 Ripley, 416-762-6292. Or just go to their website. It's right on there. It's easy to use. They're, they're used to us, uh, us dunderheads who don't know how to use a computer. They help us out. Okay? Thank you. And um, we're going to commercial break. That was commercial, but they're really special. And then we'll be right back, and our numbers here are 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero, and Pat is going to be from North York. Is who I'm going to talk to when we get back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. 
Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign, and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins. Okay, we're back. I mean, I'm back. No one else here but me and a washing machine and uh, a dryer. That's why I'm in the laundry room. So, last night, before I get to Pat, I'm going to talk about this. I watched the movie Niagara. I hadn't seen it in a while. Marilyn Monroe. Two things came out of this movie. One, 1953 cars are really ugly. can't remember. And it's funny how the... Either the 40s are great, and the late 50s are good. 53 is some ugly cards. And I brought back the memory that Marilyn Monroe was a size 16. And, and they mentioned on the show that she made $500 a week. That's not a lot for a star. But even in $1953, $500 a week is not a tremendous amount of money. But the reason I'm talking about this is because there's people in Niagara Falls, they must have pictures because she spent, I don't know, three, four weeks, how long it take to make the movie, in Niagara Falls on the Canadian side. So it's got to be someone who got her autograph, they like to be able to get, or someone who has photos of Marilyn. Maybe she was in a coffee shop or doing something. I don't want the ones that are giving away publicity stuff. I want the ones that are actual photos of her done when she's doing, maybe out shopping. I don't know if Marilyn went shopping. But she must have signed something while she was there. So this movie brought back Niagara, 1953, near the beginning of her career. She wasn't too hotty-totty at the time. She would have signed some autographs. I'm hoping someone can call me at my store at uh, 905-737-4653 with some pictures or autographs. Well, I think Marilyn could be other people. I think she was there with Frederick March, and uh, there's a couple other people in this movie. But... Old autographs is something that we do verify, like we verify old um, purses and things like that. Pat, how can I help you? Hi. Do you have a Marilyn Monroe autograph for me? Oh, I'd like one, right, of course. Okay, thanks. Can you hear me? How can I help you? Okay. Um, I have a lot of stuff in my house. Um, I have a a telegram box, um, a newspaper. Okay. Red. Oh, you have the actual newspaper? No, no. Oh, the box. Hello? Okay, I lost, um, I lost Pat, and then she actually has, it's funny she says that I have, um, I had a 
Star Weekly sign yesterday, and the old enamel signs that they used to put out are worth about five hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, four to five hundred dollars. Imagine what the box is worth. Pat, Pat, are you back? No, we don't have Pat yet. We're going to have Pat soon. Soon Pat's ready. We'll talk about her telegram box. If she's got some, if I don't want Pat to go away, I want if she doesn't get back to me, so something obviously is wrong with one of our phones, probably hers, because I don't make mistakes. No, I sometimes do. On, um, uh, she can call, please call me at the store, which is 905-737-4653. I can't believe it. It's 11.48. I'm now 48 minutes into the show, and I've hardly mentioned our new shop. It's at 5 St. Regis Crescent North. We're going to have a large collection of everything. It's going to be, we had people in yesterday buying complete sets of China, which I have about 20 or 30 of so far. But we do buy China. We buy Royal Domes. We buy everything. We buy Heron. We buy Royal Domes, uh, Royal Winton. There's everything we're buying. Um, Wedgwood, uh, Paragon. And we talked about, oh, I have to talk about this just because someone else. They, they've called me. I remember talking about those uh, lady had the 37 uh, um, cups and saucers got ripped off for the cups and saucers. I want you to go to your curio cabinet. Because I didn't say anything about it last week. You go to your curio cabinet. You look inside the cups and saucers. Inside the bowl. Inside the bowl is where the tea goes. Okay? Inside there, we have a great big flower, and you don't see any white. The more white you see, if you see any white, it generally will make the cup and sauce worth $10. If you see no white, one great big flower, and blues and greens and golds and blacks and any other color but white, no white, it's going to be worth money. The other thing is, if you only have, you have a cup and saucer and you hold it by the handle, there's no hole in there to put your pinky in. You can put anything in, but put your pinky in. If there's no hole in the whole cup, the handle, is like a flower or a butterfly or something like that. Those are worth money as well. And you really have to bring to us, we'll do them on consignment. And the main reason I do that is because I just don't know how much they're going to end up being. We've had them sell anywhere between, they sell up to $2,500. Yes, you heard me right. $2,500, one cup, one saucer, non-chipped, with a big flower in it and colors. Now, some are only worth 100 But if you get lucky, like a lottery, and you can get a $2,500 cup and saucer, that is more money than you actually thought the tea was ever going to win it, Okay. So you have to call me on these. These are generally in the curio cabinet. These are generally sometimes in grandma's stuff when she gave you 45 boxes. You put them into a locker. You put in the basement or the attic. Usually in the basement because it's better to go easy to go downstairs and upstairs to an attic. And they're going to be sitting there. And some don't let someone come along and give you $10 for them. There is a lady out there offering $10 for $1,000 cups and saucers. She does not feel bad about it. Okay. Are we back to Pat? Yes. Sorry, Pat. I, I, on my screen here, I'm not very high tech, eh? So on my screen here, you were gone. So, no, it's just Pat's there. Thanks, Pat. Okay. The, the producer just said, Paul, you're a dummy. Pat is there. How can I help you, Pat? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, okay. So I have a, a telegram box. It's red. And it's one where the papers would have gone in. I'm going to bet that a lot of people didn't steal those because they're really heavy. Um, probably oh, well, maybe, went, maybe this is, uh, I'd have to take a picture of it and send, send it in to you. It's not a heavy, heavy one. It's probably worth $300, $400. Don't scrap it. 
Oh, no, 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 I, I won't. I'll, I'll take a picture of it. I also have a captain's desk. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there's any demand for those or not. You know, hold on. With the furniture, like I asked, desks do sell. Um, they're sometimes in the condos, they can only fit certain ones in, and they want the kids today just want everything to be compact. I know. Or if it's a convertible desk, something that starts out small and ends up being big if you fold it up in different ways, mm-hmm. those are very popular. But furniture is still selling. It's just not getting some of the prices that we used to get before. Right. And here's the problem. Okay, and we do it. I'm going to run out of time. But what happens is, and this is why we, I want to get to a house, when someone's decided to downsize, when someone's decided to get rid of stuff, mm-hmm. it costs me, say I'm sending two men in a truck, it's going to cost me $100 an hour, not because i got to pay them something, the truck mm-hmm. costs something, to go and pick it up. Now, if the item's only worth $100, mm-hmm. yeah, this is not good. Now, we do, when we do furniture, generally we do the whole house because someone is moving from the McMansion to a condo or they're moving out of the country or whatever it is. They don't want to take the furniture they, or they sold the house, they're selling the house for $2 million and they want to get all new furniture for the new yeah, house. I and we'll take all the stuff. But you got, it's economical because then I can send two men or three men and a truck and we can move everything out of the house in a day. Not mm-hmm. even a day, half a day. Okay, right. and then so it's economical. And I said, okay, cost us twenty five dollars to move this table. It's going to sell for two hundred. Here's where you end up netting some money. Okay, yeah. It's it's we just it's economics of it. It's just real shame. Like you know what I'm talking about. You know yeah. I was watching a film noir this morning on TCM, and they had a guy, full grown guy, selling newspapers at ten cents. Not his only job. You know what I mean? And yeah. at the end of the day, he had money left over and made money. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, you got to pay people to do everything, and it costs a certain amount to do stuff. They say there's no inflation. I think the government people may be lying to us. Right, I'm not right. sure. They may be lying to us. Okay, I have another quick question. I have, I have a lot of American silver dollars. Well, I don't know if they're this silver is a good or not, thing. but anyway, they look like they're silver dollars. Are they what if they're from that? If they've got Eisenhower on them, they're generally nickel. Now, we do buy from a lot of people because during the pandemic, I sorry, this dip in history, we were buying American money off people because if you bring it to a Canadian bank, they won't give you anything extra for it. And we do mm-hmm. for your American silver. The bills you can still give to them. I mean, they still charge you 5%. But we still, we buy the American change. Now, if they're silver dollars, they got to be before 1935. If they're 1970s with Eisenhower, who was a president from 56 mm-hmm. to 60, they're not going to be silver. But the earlier ones, 1935 before, are all going to be 90% silver. And I don't know if I'm okay. If you call my store, we'll tell you what we pay every on an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about them. That's a really good shape. And before about 1880. Yeah, I have a, a lot of Kennedys, too, silver dollars. Okay, the Kennedys will be silver. If they're 1964s, and I'll just born something, 1964, they're 90% silver. Mm-hmm. 1965 to 1969 are only 40% silver. They're still oh, okay. silver. But the 64s are 90% silver. And every silver, every 50% piece before that, 
90% sober and worth good money. I think around $17 or $18 per dollar. Mm-hmm. You have to call. Oh, okay. I have that figure right in front of me. But if you have two of them, that's a dollar. And we're going to get the price on the Canadian stuff. Now, the Canadian stuff is nauseating. It's only 80% sober, but it's still sober. Mm-hmm. And most of the value is in that rather than the numismatic part. Right. You know, now you might have some years if they're in really good shape. Now, do you have these that just came out of your change or are these ones that you someone collected as a coin card? Yeah, the, these are just loose ones. They're not from the yeah. mint. But no, I have don't worry about good this. mint ones. I can still yeah. help you. Call my store, 905-737-4653. Okay. But I have to go right now or you can call me tomorrow. Sure. And I, I'm sorry, your number is 905-736-7. Seven six seven, seven three seven. Oh, okay. Four six five three. Whenever okay. I get the wrong number out on the show here, someone complains to me vehemently the next day. Okay. Because a lot of people will be calling that person. Sure. Sure. Seven. Okay, that's fine. I'll do that. I think I have a list of all the all the coins that I have anyway. You can send. I'll give my email account, which I'm going to give right before we give the gold prices. Is T the letter T. T, mm-hmm. gold, silver, coins, with an S, mm-hmm. at gmail.com. I'm going to give everyone I'm gonna give one more run at this because the lot of people say, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Get your pen. Get your paper. Now you're ready. Yeah. T, gold, silver, coins, with an S, all mm-hmm. one word, at gmail.com, where okay. you can call us tomorrow to get the number, 905 905- Seven three seven four six five three, and we're okay. not we're a, a real store. And we will give. Here's the difference between us and everyone else out there. We'll give you our price over the phone. We'll say okay. Here's our opinion. Alrighty. And, and that's the big difference. Thank you very much for the call, Pat. I have to give the gold and silver prices because yep. I do it every week, and uh, I know that people are depending on this. Okay. Gold thank you. Week, thank you very much for the call. Uh, gold this week is twenty three twenty one in Canadian money. So ten karat gold. And you know how I tell you, go get one of those little scales from your your local store, from Canadian Tire or uh, Home Hardware. They're Canadian. Uh, Home Depot is not. Uh, twenty six eleven for ten karat gold per gram. When you go to a store, they can't tell you. You go. You don't have to go to us. If you go somewhere else, and they can't tell you if it's ten karat or what. And they can't tell you what it weighs. Run out of the store. Run. Okay. If, if, if you're, if, yeah, you have to run out of that store. Fourteen karat gold, thirty six fifty per gram. Here you've got hundred grams of fourteen karat gold, which is like a, a charm bracelet. That is thirty six hundred and fifty dollars. Ten karat. This doesn't doesn't take a lot of space to do this. 18 karat gold, 4701. I'm running out of time. Now we have silver of uh, 22, 21.6 gold is 56.41 a gram. Silver is 16.38 per dollar. You got four quarters, that's a dollar. Um, and 75 cents a gram. American coin will be more money. Now we also buy silver plate. You have to call on that. And I'm looking for workers. I got to have somebody working here. Okay, now um, I want you to thank you for letting us into your home. I always forget that. I want you to wear a mask, get a vac- get vaccinated, 
Give me a chance to be nice to a frontline worker. Be nice because it's going. They need a little bit of appreciation, and um, they need employees. Have a good day, and like I said, thank you for laying into your home. And I'll see you again next week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air and The Garden Show.